Safety, dependability, and power. Chevy Silverado isn't happy unless the work is hard and the day is long. No wonder Silverado is America's number one best-selling retail pickup truck. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. If you've listened to the show for any amount of time, I appreciate that, and I thank you. Maybe you have heard our next guest on before. It was just days after the invasion of Ukraine that Pavlo Bandrisky joined us. He is the vice president of Ukrainian Congress Committee of America. And I read last week that Putin is now offering Ukrainians Russian passports. Tell me no one's going to take advantage of that, Pavlo. Well, Lisa, you know, there's always some uh, delusional people in every large population, you know, but uh, it's certainly not something that people would do voluntarily. Uh, From what we understand, a lot of people uh, that have uh, taken up uh, this offer basically were forced to uh, at the uh, wrong end of a gun. Um, Mm -hmm. Lisa, uh, good afternoon. Uh, I think the last time we spoke was uh, back on June 3rd. And, uh, you know, I'm, it's said to report that the brutal Russian aggression against the Ukrainian people uh, still goes on. You know, over the last six, seven weeks, uh, there continued to be a relentless assault on the Ukrainians and especially on vulnerable civilian targets. You know, um, after the invaders had to recalibrate their path of destruction, focusing on the south and the east, uh, because of the massive losses they experienced under their original war campaign, the war has been grinding along at a slower but at a very, very destructive pace. Yes, and they're hoping that it will just carry on. I'm speaking about the Russians, or one in particular, the evil one, that you mm-hmm. know the rest of the world will forget. And unfortunately, Pavlov, I mean, the, the support that was there in the first 48 hours, in the first 48 days, is waning, and I think we cannot let people forget. Well, you're you're absolutely right that uh, it's not uh, front of mind for people as it was when uh, the war broke out. I mean, it was just so shocking that we would have this type of a thing happening now in the 21st century, you know, at a time when uh, we'd seen uh, peace in Europe for uh, nearly 80 years now. And all of a sudden, uh, have it so violently uh, broken. But, uh, you know, the war is still a real thing uh, for the Ukrainians. You know, the uh, uh, Russians said that they were going to take a time out to regroup uh, recently. But, you know, that was not evident to the Ukrainians because they've been suffering under a nonstop missile and rocket attack. Uh, Russia's fired over 3,000 missiles at Ukraine. And, uh, however, I could report that the recent American-supplied artillery, such as the HIMARS and the rocket launchers, these are starting to make a difference on the battlefield, and the Russian invaders have achieved no advances in the last two weeks. I will tell you, I have talked to some teachers in suburban areas around Chicago who are welcoming Ukrainian children into their classrooms this fall, getting them prepared, and they said the saddest things is that they, they, you know, they, they welcome the family, but it's really a mom and kids that all the dads are back there still fighting. And it's just such a difficult thing for these children to have to enter a school year in a country that is so unfamiliar to them. Well, you know, uh, imagine uh, having to leave your father behind, your grandparents behind and others. And uh, just, uh, uh, you know, doing what your mom tells you because uh, your life is at stake and going to a foreign land where you don't speak the language, you know, it's, it's been really difficult. Now, 
one of the things that the Ukrainian community has been doing is they have a, a summer program, an immersive English uh, language class for grammar school kids, you know, from grammar, from uh, kindergarten up to eighth grade. And that's been uh, at the uh, St. Nicholas uh, uh, School in the Ukrainian village. And uh, they have dozens and dozens of kids who've signed up for this program. And order to give them a little bit of a, you know, a leg up for when the fall starts and they've got to get back into regular classes. I know that the Ukrainian wrestling team is here as well, and you've got something coming up with them? Well, we do. Uh, there's another uh, uh, holiday, you know, uh, on uh, July 31st, the Ukrainian uh, community here in Chicagoland is going to commemorate the national holiday, Day of Ukrainian Statehood. It's going to take place over at uh, St. Volodymyr, Ukrainian Catholic, Ukrainian Orthodox Cathedral, which is on the corner of Oakley Boulevard and Cortez, starting at 1.30. And uh, the members of the Ukrainian Olympic wrestling team that's currently in training here in uh, in the Anda, they ha- have a program set up for about uh, four weeks in Indiana where they're going through an intensive program they're going to be participating there, and uh, it'll be a great chance for uh, for people to uh, meet some of these uh, Olympic medal wrestlers and uh, and see uh, what they're all about. Yeah. Well, thank you for continuing to fight for your home country and all those who are arriving here, and we encourage everyone to join you on the 31st. Thank you so much, Lisa. All the best. Pavlo Brandrisky, the vice president of Ukrainian Congress Committee of America. One of my favorite things on the show is a newsroom temperature check. That is coming up next, but first, Mary's got to check on weather and traffic.